Yeah, nigga, I'm still fucking with you. Still waters run deep. Still Snoop Dogg and D.R.E. Nah, nah, nigga. Guess who's back? Steve. Still doing that shit, Andre? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Trey Day, nigga. AK, nigga. Though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot. Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock, you hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block. Ladies, they pay homage, but haters say Trey fell off. How, nigga, my last album was the chronic. They wanna know if he still got it. They say raps change. They wanna know how I feel about it. You ain't up on pain. Dr. Trey is the name, I'm ahead of my game. Still puffin' my leaf, still fuck with the beats. Still not loving police. Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease. Still got love for the streets, reppin' 213. Still the beats bang, still doing my thing. Since I left, ain't too much change. Still, I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl. Still, taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl. Still, taking my time to perfect the And I still got love for the streets It's the DRE Since the last time you heard from me I lost some friends Well, hell Me and Snoop, we dipping again I Kept my ear to the streets Signed Eminem He's triple platinum Doing 50 a week Still, I stay close to the heat And even when I was close to defeat I rose to my feet My life's like a soundtrack I wrote to the beat Street rap like Cali weed I smoke till I'm asleep Wake up in the AM Compose a beat I bring the fire till you're soaking in your seat It's not a fluke, it's been tried, I'm the truth Since turn out the lights from the world-class wrecking crew I'm still at it, after mathematics In the home of drive-bys and agmatics Swap meets, sticky green and bad traffic I dip through, then I get still, still I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the DRE I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the DRE It ain't nothing but mohawk shit Another classic CD for y'all to vibe with Whether you're cooling on the corner with your fly bitch Lay back in the shack, play this track I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl I'll break your neck, damn near put your face in your lap Niggas try to be the king, but the ace is back So if you ain't up on things Dr. Dre be the name, still running the game Still, got it wrapped like a mummy Still ain't trippin', love to see young blacks get money Spend time out the hood, take they moms out the hood Hit my boys off with jobs, no more living hard Barbecues every day, driving fancy cars Still gon' get my regards I'm representin' for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets, it's the DRE I'm representin' for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them counters and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to To perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them counters in them lolos, girl. Still taking my time to perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. Right back up in your motherfucking ass. Nine five plus four pennies. Add that shit up. DRE. Right back up on top of things. Smoke some with your dog. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Ooh, wait. Put it in the air. Air. Well, use a full DR.
shot. One opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted. One moment that you captured. Yo, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clocks run out. Time's up. Over. Plow. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes rabbit. He choked. He's so mad, but he won't give up daddies. He know he won't have it. He knows his whole back to these ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's broke. He's so stagnant. He knows when he goes back to this mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again, yo. This old rhapsody better go capture this moment and hope it don't be better.
Yeah. You have done it. You have succeeded. You have made it to the Friday edition of the Arnie State Show. Welcome. Welcome, one and all. We have a lot of stuff, fun fun stuff planned for today. A little surprise for everyone. Uh, in the next hour, we will be talking to our dear friend Carlos Rodriguez, stand-up comedian extraordinaire who's now based out of Las Vegas and also known as a degenerate gambler. So we're going to talk about bets there. We're going to talk movies. We, we haven't had Carlos on in a while, so we're going to have Carlos on. And then after Carlos is done, that's when we will go through the worst national anthems of all time. Of all time. That's all happening. And then, then we have other stuff. But, hey, it's a Friday, so we'll just go with the flow. Let's say good morning to people, shall we, here on this Friday. And, whoa, look at that. First one. The first one here. Braddy Kid says good morning. Well, Braddy Kid, I hope that you have a wonderful day today. She says, where are we at, where are we at, where are we at? First one here. My D says, good Friday morning ass. Douglas says, man, this week went by fast. Happy Friday, my people. Yeah, it did. It did. Hangtown Jen's in the house. She says, happy Friday ass. Andrew says, holy shit, it's Friday. Go Tigers. I mean, you, you got so much in there. I mean, I, I, Go Tigers. There we go. I'll give you that one. Cowboys Girl says, good morning ass family. Happy Friday. Woohoo! I'm going camping. Okay, settle down. I'll be back in time for the Super Bowl, all right? Then I, I started today's music. We, we, we played uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop and Eminem and then Snoop. All part of the big halftime this show this weekend in uh, the Super Bowl. Ready, kid says, oh, yeah, let the dancing start. Boy, that looks like, man, watch, watching Braddy Kid dance is like watching, uh, it, uh, it's like watching one of those taser victims but all of a sudden, they, they get tasered, and they're having an epileptic attack. It, 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 it's tough. It is tough to see. Uh, starting the show off with Dre and Snoop. Christopher is in the house, by the way. Christopher, great movie review. Uh, thank you so much for doing that review last night. I know that you had a big night last night, but thank you. Great review is up on all platforms right now, so go check out the review. Says, good morning, ass family. This new movie review up, but the formatting got messed up due to technical issues. It's my fault. Sorry, guys. All right. Uh, is that the music theme today? Artists playing the Super Bowl? Uh, yes. Yes, or artists who have played the Super Bowl halftime show. That, that, that is our, our, except George Strait, because he should play every Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, good morning, Arise. She's in the house. She says, Christopher, what happened to your award ceremony last night? Uh, Hot Mom says, happy Friday ass. Dance moves are putting on point this morning? No. No, your dance moves are putting you on an ambulance this morning. Uh, Derek says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Hang Tan Chin says, this is how you start a Friday. Yep, Mm mm-hmm. Elise says, good morning, y'all. Ogre's in the house. Buenos dias, familia. Only good part about this Sunday is the halftime show. I don't even care. Fight me if you don't like what I said. Uh, yeah, I am. Look, look, I'm looking forward to the game. I It's the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm rooting for the Bengals. I found a new interest now. I, I, I'm rooting for Joe Burrow to somehow break the hearts of Cincinnati and leave there and come to Dallas, which I know won't happen. But, you know, I'll, I'll watch it. So, there you go. Uh, anything I do late yesterday, nothing really yesterday, uh, no, 
Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, actually, yesterday it, this was sent to me, and I'm gonna play a bunch of stuff that I found online here recently. Oh, it's so much worse than the Elaine from Seinfeld dance. Oh, so much worse. I'm going to be picking lint from my underbelly button or clipping lint from the office carpet. Okay. I want you to know that these, I, I couldn't explain what this was. It, I, I couldn't do it proper justice. You have to hear this lady. I don't know where this is happening. It looks like it's some kind of meeting hall or something. I believe we should move beyond all meat. The assumption that the best protein comes from corpses is a racist belief. How do you know the animal would have picked you to feed off their corpse? 21st century animal eating requires our complicity in a new colonialism. These events especially affect girls and young women. Your hamburger comes with a dose of misogyny. Popular culture is flooded with references to sexy cows, sexy pigs, sexy chickens, sexy fishes who all just want to have fun. Meat eating is also one of the ways gender-based structures of oppression are perpetuated. Masculinity, a construct of the gender binary facing constant destabilization, feels always under threat, and eating animals is its protection racket. White supremacists weaponized eating meat, eggs, and dairy, and the baiting of liberal men as so-called soy boys are all part of the (laughs) neo-Nazi messaging. To say you care about animals is considered a sign of weakness in a world still committed to the gender binary. Meat eaters like anti-abortionists have forgotten that one quality of non-existence is not having awareness about existence. When all else fails, meat eaters assert that animals are not our equals. I heard all your laughter. I know some of these must be new ideas or you think they're fringe or whatever. Our whiteness is part of the problem of meat eating. Time to do what a growing okay. list of countries. I have no idea who that woman is. I I don't know what this was about. But this is your fellow man. Now now uh, far be it for me to give this person any credence whatsoever, but I will say this. If you think about it, she has solved the whole world's problem. If we don't eat meat, if we just don't eat meat, we won't be misogynistic. We won't be racist. Because eating meat is racist somehow. Um, this solves the world's problems. The, 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 the people at Nobel should be calling her for a peace prize. She should be winning it. She has figured out what has solved everything. If we just get rid of all the meat, no more meat eating. Now, I don't know what the fuck we're going to eat because it just reminds me of this drop. Ever plow field? To plant the quinoa or sorghum or whatever the hell it is you eat, you kill everything on the ground and under it. You kill every snake, every frog, every mouse, mole, vole, worm, quail, you kill them all. So I guess the only real question is, 
How cute does an animal have to be before you care if it dies to feed you? There you go. The woke will continue to eat the woke. See, I, I, I saw this video and I thought to myself, this lady is fucking retarded. She's stupid. People are going to laugh at her. And they did. And they should have. This is not good. I, I mean, Triple T says, who the fuck is this dipshit? B. Coop says, yes, I heard this. I knew you'd like it, Arnie. Um, let's see. The fuck is this lady talking about? I love me a nice slab of misogyny. It tastes delicious. And Kinder's makes it even better. She needs some good dick. That's the only cure for this. This lady stretched before the speech because the mental gymnastics performed would have hurt my oy vey. She's a professor, so that's what she's teaching college students. Explains a lot, don't you? Yeah, I mean, oh. Papa Dutton for the win. Word salad much lately? Eating meat is literally part of biology and has been around for more than homo sapiens developed gender roles. Beyond that basic biology, see, non-white people have eaten meat for millennia before white-skinned people had any power and still struggled in a genetic war with the Netherlands, let alone asserted colonialism over non-white cultures. D, if you're concerned about the hormones in the meat that affect your young females, eat grass-based ruminant animals. E, growing crops kills animals. It's part of existence. No, I look, look, th- th- this is... This is the funny part to me. And I love this about these people. Because if they truly were as smart as they thought they were, because they have a bunch of titles behind their name, if they truly were that smart, they would look at themselves and go, that's so idiotic. We, we, we have five points here from Ogre. In, in the course of seconds after playing that, every one of her points was dismayed, was shot back in her face. <laughs> this is the best part. He says, what she said is literally untrue and is so intellectually insulting and I eat vegan foods. Yes. Oh, uh, I look, 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 look. The, the, these aren't people to get worked up over. These are people to realize that are out there that are trying because they're not helping what the problem is. This isn't what's going to bring America together. So, you know, put down that and then pick something else up. Because if you're going to claim... The eating meat is the reason for, for racism in this country. I have zero time for you. I mean, seriously, I am far too busy. Doing what? I have no idea. But whatever I'm thinking about doing is far more important than what you are actually doing. Now, she also sent me she sent me a bunch of videos. Um, I like this. I like this a lot. A lot of stuff is being said about Joe Rogan lately. And this is a young fella uh, getting interviewed. I guess there's an MMA fight this weekend. So, uh, let's see. Why is this not playing? Oh, Oh, with him? Uh, They're asking about Joe Rogan. First off, let me take this one. Hold up. I'm black. I can take this one. Look. Uh, What what were... No, no. There's a a lot of... 
in this game, there's a lot of snakes in this game. I've been in this fight game since 2008. And Joe Rogan is one of the nicest, coolest, humble motherfuckers I've had the pleasure of working with. Understand that. And you know, it's just the noise, man. You know what they're trying to do. You can't control the man, and he's got the biggest platform in the world right now. So that's my Joe Rogan. The noise. Uh, that's Israel Adonzia. Defending Joe Rogan, a black dude. Now, this this whole Joe Rogan get rid of him, this has been much ado about nothing. I, I, I mean, honestly, like, if, if this is a movie, this is a really, really bad movie because the bad guys showed their hands way too early. Now, maybe this is like some kind of crazy Guy Ritchie twist and on another twist in the movie, but by bad guys, I mean, when Joe Rogan wasn't canceled out for his COVID stance and you even got Neil Young and Joni Mitchell to jump on board and try to get Spotify to get rid of him, and the White House even mentioned him, and as soon as that didn't work and it didn't even budge the needle, Literally, they, uh, almost not, not even a day later, they're claiming he's a racist for all the times he said the N-word. This to me, it, see, they, they, they went too quick. They're like, okay, we got to get rid of him now. It's really sad what they've done. And by the way, Joe Rogan is withstanding it, and I think he's doing a great job. I wish he wouldn't have apologized, but hey, I understand in this world you have to. I don't know who you're apologizing to. I have more on that story coming up in just a second. I can see her trying to say this steaming heap of pigeon shit in the dining room of Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in a big cookout in the heart of Compton. Everyone's going to say, fine, I'm fucking Uncle Tom. Keep your goddamn honky hands off my pork. Uh, let's see. He's only the middleweight UFC champ. No big deal. Yeah. Look, this is the thing. The Joe Rogan thing, it, it, it's so overplayed. It, it, it's crazy now. It's sad. And, and, and Joe, Joe Rogan's going to withstand the storm. That, that, I do know. I, I think that for a definite reason. Super Bowl Cincinnati or Okay. Now. I had this story originally coming up a little bit later, but I want to do it now because it shows what kind of world we're in right now and what the media tells you and what other people tell you based on if you just do a little research and keep your eyes open. Morgan Wallen. Now, I I, I don't have any any time really invested in a lot of Morgan Wallen's music. I, I like some of it. It's not half bad. I've got a couple of his songs in my library. But he's the young country artist who, uh, while playing or while, while coming home after a show one night or doing something with his buddies, he's really hammered. And he calls his friend the N-word with an A. And a nosy neighbor is videotaping it and takes it and they send it to TMZ. And TMZ pretty much 
ends his career right then and there. The Academy of Country Music said, you're no longer invited to come to our award shows. Country Radio kicked him off the air. His career was over until he went out on tour and started playing. And I mentioned on this show, I said, who's he apologizing to? His fan base doesn't give a shit. And it, it, it's not for the simple fact that his fan base is a bunch of low-life rednecks in the South. This was from his sold-out concert Wednesday night in New York City. New York City! Here you go. Enjoy this. Now... What? That's weird. Man, sounds like there's a lot of people there. That's weird for a racist. Then wait till you hear this. Set with him there. The whole fucking crowd is singing with this racist? Once again, I will take this opportunity as I smile like the Cheshire cat that I am. I will take this opportunity once again to say Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Just throwing that out there. Once again. Donnie, you don't know what you're talking about. He's done. Somebody actually told me that. <laughs> so I, I had a conversation with someone after that show when I asked the question, who's he apologizing to? I, I, I think I asked my friend that off there. Oh, well, he has to apologize. I mean, come on, he has to. In this day and age, I'm like, but to who... who I don't care about it. he has to apologize. That's fine. He has to apologize. But, but that's not the question. I'm asking the question, who is he apologizing to? Hmm? Nobody ever had an answer for that. So this sold-out crowd, is that who we announced to? And by the way, chance of let's go Brandon <laughs> rang through Madison Square Garden as well. I'm su- I'm surprised the police weren't called. Yes, there's a uh, a large crowd of racists singing. 
Douglas says the moral of the story is don't apologize just to appease the mob. Only apologize when you actually did something wrong and you feel remorse for a mistake. Yeah, I, I can see that. Look, I, I'm not I'm not anti-apology by any means. If you fuck up, if you truly fuck up, and you think a, 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 an apology will suffice, I'm all about apologizing. I, I, uh, apologizing isn't some kind of flaw in character. People are wrong. And if you make a statement, you make it wrong, you, you say, hey, sorry, I'm wrong. But he didn't really do anything wrong. It, I, I hate to say it. I, I really do. So his apology to me, I never bought the apology. I, I got why he did it. I understand. You have to do this. It's part of the game that we're all in now. But come on. The man selling out Madison Square Garden. First of all, a country artist is selling out Madison Square Garden. Pretty amazing. And then everybody there knows all the words to the song perfectly. That was pretty awesome. Forced fake apologies mean nothing and have no real value. No, I mean, he apologized. He's given, what, a million dollars, half a million dollars to, to black charities? I mean, this is a shakedown. He got charged for that word. You can take the Rob... Reiner approach and blame it on Arnie. Absolutely. Absolutely. He probably should avoid singing Guns N' Roses song One in a Million, though. <laughs> oh, man. You can apologize to me about my amazing dancing anytime. I'll wait. Okay. You'll be waiting a while. Uh, speaking of, this is so funny what's going on right now with the masks. I hope that I, I hope that you can push your anger aside like I have. The singer's name is Morgan Wallen. He's got a great mullet. Health and Human Service Secretary Becerra was giving a speech yesterday at the German Community College, part of Virginia's community college system, which still has mask mandates in place. Well, about halfway through his speech, he got tired of the mask and just took the mask off. Yeah, I don't need this goddamn thing anymore. Yet the mask mandate is still in place. Can, 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 can everybody just wake up? Can everybody just wake up and, and see that these people are not willing to wear the masks? And yes, I know, I know, I know. A bunch of places are, are withdrawing their their mask mandates. I have the story uh, that that Steve sucks my dick. What? That that's not his name. I'm sorry, Steve. Steve bag of dicks. That that's it. Oh 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 oh. Steve sucks sucks a lot of butt. The 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 Nevada governor. He has dropped the mask mandate. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is there trouble in paradise? 
is there is there trouble between Gavin and, and Sackadix? Because it was whatever Gavin was doing. Sackadix was just, hey, hey, Gavin, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, 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 hey. Nevada dropped its indoor mask mandate. A move similar to eight other blue states. Not California, though. Hey, California. The mask mandates holding on, baby. COVID cases in the U.S. are down 43% over the last week. All this is down, yet the CDC still recommends universal school masking. God. August says, we're keeping the mask mandate until at least March. Fuckity fuck. I've been itching to get back to the shooting range. I can imagine. Steve sucks a lot. Sucks trying to kill people. Whatever happened with his car accident? Anything ever happened? Just in time for my trip to Vegas this weekend. Awesome. I thought it was getting lifted in California. I haven't seen anything. I haven't heard anything. Is the mask mandate coming up in, in California? Oh, let, let, let's see what old sex addict has to say here. We, we. Hey there, homeowner. How would you like to... Ne- no, I don't want to hear from you, little ad guy. I hope you get electrocuted. No, I don't want that. What, wait, 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 wait. What happened? Oh, it went away. God damn it. Dang it. Hey, oh, wait, 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 oh, I might have found it again. I, I, I found it again. Okay, here we go. Come on, Steve Sackadix. Let's go. When does this shit go from airplanes? Not for a while. Man, they, I think they're going to keep the mask mandates on planes. Until at least, I, I, I'd say September. Willie Nelson just uh, canceled or postponed another show at Billy Bob. All of us have had to sacrifice there you and go. hardship during an unprecedented time. Oh, he's Despite drunk. Despite that, students, teachers, moms, and dads have worked tirelessly. Bartenders. To, re- to return to a sense of normalcy. Workers have remained on the front lines and have taken the appropriate Except steps. Except when I sent them home. Their co-workers and their communities safe. Given all of these updates and the tools that we now have, now is... This guy's been the worst governor I've ever seen. I can't play him anymore. He's such a joke. Uh, For vaccinated adults, if you haven't been wearing a mask anyway, nothing changes. I called Gavin yesterday to ask him to consider mask choice to end the mask mandate on schools. There better not be mask mandates in Disneyland when I go for spring break. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't, I, I, look, I'm rooting for it. I, I saw a funny meme. It had the head of the CDC. Head of the CDC says, do what Texas did a year ago. Yeah, the, the fucking Dems voted to keep California in a state of emergency while still hosting a Super Bowl. Hypocrisy at its finest. Oh, come on. First of all, they're not going to give up the Super Bowl because, well, it's the Super Bowl. 
And number two, here's a big one. They saw what happened, and I know it's completely different political things, but they saw what happened when they took the All-Star game away from Atlanta. Last year, the All-Star game was supposed to be played in Atlanta, but due to voting rights and things like that, that they, they were stupid, they moved the game. Major League Baseball moved the game, and Major League Baseball suffered amazing backlash for it, and rightfully so. The All-Star Game, which is nowhere really anywhere near the same level as the Super Bowl. They're ready to move it. Hey, they had other sites in place. So one of the sites was here at AT&T at Cowboy Stadium. I'd have taken another Super Bowl here. What it generates for town with revenue there. I was laughing about it thinking again last night. And we're going to have Carlos on the show here in about a half hour or so. And Carlos is living in Vegas now. I want to see what happens to the Vegas economy Super Bowl week when it's there. It's already pretty chaotic during the Super Bowl in Las Vegas as it is. And now you're going to actually have the game there. You know that everybody in Vegas is going to try to capitalize on Super Bowl week. You're going to see the best shows in Vegas that week. I, I, I would almost guarantee. I, I, let me just say it. I will. I guarantee. The UFC has a huge pay-per-view fight the night before. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, Las Vegas will be printing money on that night. Uh, let's see. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It, 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 you know what? Hey, hey, Ogre, you didn't do anything wrong. Uh-uh. Uh, why you decide to disrespect my family? Oh, joke is funny. You chose to be a cunt. Well, that will do it for uh, Mark there. Uh, let's see. Go ahead and block that dude. See you later, Mark. Wow. That es- I mean, that went from zero to 500. Holy shit. Boy. That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Yikes. Man, oh, man. Yikes, that's your reaction, and you have the right to feel the way I never expected that to happen. I make fun of just about everything, including myself. Arnie can confirm that we make fun of him plowing my mother. Yes, 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 yes. Woof. Well, well, and by the way, don't try to call the show now. Look, 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 I, 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 I don't want to air this out. I don't want to air it out. I don't, I don't want to air it out, and I'm not going to. I'm just going to say no. Uh-uh. No. 
Nobody bring him up. Nobody say anything. Just let's move on. Let's just go with the flow. The ass family isn't about ripping each other apart. <sighs> nope. Some of us need to learn our place in the family. Nope, can't do it. Cannot do it, man. I, look, look. when I go out, I write people, I talk to people all the time. Things that, I, that have worked for me in the past were... That's so mean. Uh, and, and sometimes I, 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 I give this advice and I give it over and over and over again. <laughs> Let's test this theory, Arnie. Betty White was a whore. You're damn right she was. She was a damn talented one at that. If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. Um, I give him this advice, and I give him this advice, and I give him this advice. Same advice all the time. Um, I don't think it's taken. I just don't. Hey, it, 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 so it's not taken. Whatever. Just fucking A, man. Give me a break. <sighs> Betty White invented the glory hole. So does anyone eat some cauliflower pizza and white claws? God, you're a fag. <laughs> um, I a link that caused our computer crash. We had to spend weaseling money to fix the show. Arnie sold his personal stuff so he'd go to wrestling. Oh, my God, in the best way ever, Mike D. Betty is an angel of the whores. Yep, uh, yep, I got to move on. Let, let's not let's not pick on too much. Let's go. I mean, look, it caught me off guard, too, so fuck that. And I dare you to try to come back and try to weasel your way back in. Uh, let's see. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, uh, what's this, another Democrat? I find all my damn stories here. Wisconsin Democrat. What happened to all my damn stories? Oh, here you go. This is uh, this is for all you parents out there. I saw this story and I thought to myself, boy, oh boy, you're gonna enjoy this. A Wisconsin Democrat says parents who want a, quote, say in a child's education should homeschool the kids or pay for private services. I was joking. I don't drink White Claw. Uh, Really? I mean, you're telling people that they have no say in a public school? Who runs the public schools? Um, The public? (laughs) 
So if the public is in turn running the schools, wouldn't they be able to have, I don't know, a say in what you're going to say in education? Rather than just coming out and saying, ah, you should either homeschool or pay for it. Don't bitch about it. When your kid at 18 comes home and they read at a second grade level, you better not bitch about it. Good God. Fair enough, then stop making me pay fucking property tax and find your own goddamn source of public school income. Amen. Or knock a teacher out. If you knock one the fuck out, now no one will ever say that stupid shit. I, I, I find it truly... I, I don't even know what... Is it repugnant? Is it repugnant? These people that are are, are are senators are so out of touch with their constituents. Oh, if you don't like it, just put them in homeschool. Like, like, like you could just drop everything and homeschool your kid, or or you you just send them to a private school. Well, how much money do you think we make? See, you senators and representatives, you have this big old fucking vault that you go to and you pick money from it, and you never have to worry about it being empty because you'll just print more. See, we, the people, we we, we don't have that. You, the government, has that. I don't understand it, and so now we can't. Can we talk about any public policy, or should we just shut up and, and know our role? It is truly amazing to me to watch this party completely eat itself. Literally, the other day, Jen P. Sucky, you know what? I have it. I, I actually have it. I, I think I have it. Hold on a second. Um, I, you you have to hear what she says. I, you sit there and you go, "What? Wait a second. And and by the way, I think I am the only person talking about this, and I'm very proud of that fact that I'm the only one talking about this. Um, here here you go. Here's Jim P. Sucky. Somebody, some criminal who has been committing crimes with limited interruption or interference from police for the last couple weeks or months is going to stop this easy life of crime if they have a summer job. Well, I think the president believes that we shouldn't and we shouldn't allow access to guns to those criminals who are currently illegally buying them from some dealers across the country. And part of his announcement is taking steps to do exactly that. But part of his announcement is also ensuring there's specific guidance to uh, communities across the country to ensure that they have funding to get more community police around the country. Something that was supported by the American Jobs Plan uh, that was support that was voted into law by Democrats just a couple of months ago. Some might say that the other party was for defunding the police. I'll let others say that, but that's... She just said that the Republican Party was for defunding the police. And said, well, I didn't say it, but I said it. 
what the fuck is going on? And by the way, by the way, we're allowing this to happen. If I'm Peter Ducey and that's who the, the, the guy was asking that question, I would be, wait a second. Did you just say that Republicans are trying to defund the police? I told you this was the, uh, it wasn't me party. They get to do all this stuff. By the way, nobody, and by the way, I've seen it has resurfaced nationally. Nobody is talking about. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. Why not? Well, Horny, don't question the administration that got us the vaccine. You can't even say that with a straight face because they didn't get us the vaccine. (laughs) Right says, damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to right there. Because nobody's saying anything about it. You live in a world of bullshit and try to keep a clean life. Eventually, you step in it, and it's seen. It is. It's horrible. Oh. God almighty. What, what, what did they try to say? In the world live bullshit. Try to clean, clean, clean life. You gotta look out for number one, but don't step at number two. Amen, Rodney. Right, greatest advice ever. Hashtag back to school. Good job, Jen. It's like uh, saying Dave Chappelle is against affordable housing when you have a shit ton uh, portion of a bill that's worse than what the rest of the bill is proposed to fix. Then of course you vote it down. At that point, it's merely a spin to make it look like the GOP is against police funding. It truly is amazing. And Dave Chappelle, right now, if you don't know this story, he's he's about to pull his money from or pull his his venue or whatever in his Ohio town he lives in because they are about to defund. They they don't want to fund affordable housing. So he's saying, "Oh, if you don't want to fund it, then I don't want to have my club here." I have no problem with what he's saying. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. A lot of people don't want to pay attention to what's going on when this administration lies about the shit. There's those people who believe it is facts. Yes. Can't question this. You, If you question a teacher, then go take your kid out of school and teach them yourselves. That's not what we're saying. That is not what we're saying here. But and then when people are saying what they're saying, like Bernie Sanders said, the U.S. should put ourselves in Russia's position because it might have legitimate concerns. To put us in Russia's position, what is Russia's position that they're about to invade a smaller country? Are you siding with the Ruskies, Bernie? Is this it? Is this your coup d'etat? 
just the time you, you, you praise socialism and communism finally to where, I can be, I, to where I can finally come out and play this and say, Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Uh, he's against the current proposal for allegedly affordable housing, which will create sprawl and further problems. But he's spinning, he's spinning it against affordable housing because he's against the city's dumb proposal. His team is yelling from the rooftops. Now he wants affordable housing. You know what? It's his money. He can do what he wants to do with it. Look, I'm not going to get involved in that in that power struggle. If he wants to take his money away, he can take his money away. If they want to do it, they want to do it. I don't live there. It don't bother me none. What bothers me is having a senator who's siding with the commies. Oh, Jesus. The Vermont senator recalled that under the Monroe Doctrine, the U.S. has overthrown Latin American Caribbean governments to protect our so-called interests. Oh, my gosh. He's quoting the Monroe Doctrine? This guy's like an angry history teacher. Bernie Sanders is an angry history teacher that he teaches history because he is history. Ah, just go with the Ruskies. Yeah, put yourselves in their shoes. I know he sounds a lot like fucking Larry King. Call it Detroit, you're on. You know, we won't be saying that on the show anytime soon. Uh, hey, 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 San Francisco, you're in the news. A homeless bum in San Francisco. I know, I know. It, it, pick one. Says he gets paid to be homeless in San Francisco. All it takes is one phone call. The old school junkie says he moved to the woke city because he gets $620 a month that pays for his Amazon Prime and Netflix, and cops are like his neighbors. He shared how he receives $620 in cash and $200 food stamps each month while he sells Narcan to addicts and enjoys streaming services on his phone. That's just gorgeous. That's lovely. People get paid to be homeless in San Francisco. In Sacramento, too, $800 a month. Now, look, a lot's been said about this uh, crack pipe thing. By the way, you 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 can't. The left came out yesterday and said, "No, no, 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 no. This is not true. This is not good." He was saying like five percent of the homeless in San Francisco are natives. 
Oh, I believe that. Oh, look, look. San Francisco used to be a cool hippie town. And they've run all the hippie artists out of San Francisco. It's all tech people now. But, hey, that's the way the world works. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, you think bashing of Detroit got yesterday about the monster truck show might have come out today. Some of y'all leveled his ass and probably got left him by his wife. The, the whole crack pipe thing, they're calling them smoke kits. And yes, they are crack pipes. There are pipes in there that you can smoke crack with. I don't know how this is helping race relations. I mean, honestly, why not come out and say that we're going to give homeless people buckets of fried chicken and watermelon then, too? I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say the stereotype because our our president thinks that crack users are all black and his son. Should even when the hippies were in San Francisco, at least they lived in flop apartments and they paid for rent. They worked shit jobs or ran coffee shops, but fuck, at least they worked. Yes. But see, this is the new age. This is the age of entitlement. This is the entitlement era. I don't know it. I, I, I do know when it started. I ain't going to lie no more. It started when you started fucking handing out trophies to every goddamn kid. That's when it all started. Let's not sugarcoat this bullshit anymore. Let's tell the fucking truth, shall we? It started when your shitty kid got a trophy for playing in a, a, on a team that your kid never got a hit, never caught the ball, and never threw the ball right. Yet your kid still got a trophy, and you, the parent, And I'm blaming you motherfuckers, especially because I didn't have no kids. You motherfuckers that put those trophies up and displayed them. In the immortal words of Greta Thunberg. How dare you? Because you didn't teach your kids nothing. Kids go, they don't do a goddamn thing, and you reward them. There you go. Mindset starting to lock into that little tiny sponge that they call a brain. We got to get rid of grades because that makes kids feel bad. That happened. So the kid hears, I don't have to do any work, and I'm still going to pass. Entitled. Seeping in that brain, they're entitled to anything they want. They don't know what the word no means. I look at how the White House is like, we're not giving out crack pipes, we're giving out everything necessary to smoke crack and maintain the crack pipe, but the pipe itself, no. Clean needles, we'll give those out, but not crack pipes. How dare the GOP imply we're enabling drug abuse. You know, the bugs so many levels, $800 a month will spend on willy-nilly on food. 
bullshit. Why is there not a food stamp store? You can only buy the generic black and yellow food. The mac and cheese, it's just macaroni and cheese sauce, no fun. Why do they indulge in good foods? That is not necessary. I, Because the world sucks. And when we took away the, they, yes, the peanuts from the, the whole school because one kid had it. What did you teach that kid? You taught that kid how much power that kid has. And now that kid is one of these outspoken Karens. Great call there. That is a great call. Bet your ass there, Biden followers teaching students that he's just covering up for Reagan's crack push-through. The CIA black community is all love, folks. Biden's a hero. I got into it with one of my liberal friends over this crack pipe thing. He said it's disinformation because the Department of Health and Human Services never disclosed what was in those kits. But in other countries that they have done it, it added uh, breakless pipes. I mean, you really don't think it would <laughs> won't add in there. Would they hand out free needles for heroin? I, it, seriously, you can't argue with these people that are trying to say, well, there's not really crack pipe. What a bit, a bit of you, uh, humility is getting free services. How about instead of changing the name to the Welfare Department for Health and Human Services because welfare has a bad connotation? That's why they got rid of the stamps. I'm not kidding. You remember, look, look, we never, and I'm, I'm very happy we were never on welfare. We could have been, but my parents wouldn't allow that to happen. You used to get stamps. And they got rid of the welfare stamp and changed it to a debit card because they didn't want the people on welfare to feel bad. That's that's the truth, by the way. That's the truth. Because they didn't want them to feel bad. I, I, I just... I, 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 I have to raise my hands on that one and go, just, no, you know what? I'm out. I, I, I'm tapping out, guys. I'm tapping out on that one. They don't want them to feel bad. You, you should feel bad. I, I, once again, well, I'm not going to hold back. You should feel bad. If you can't afford to feed your family, you should feel bad. Now, you should take this service if it is available to you, and you should find a way that you don't need to take this service anymore whether it's take two jobs or three jobs. But yes, you should feel bad. Oh, I ain't going to lie. You, you should feel terrible about it. You should feel embarrassed. It used to be one of the things that got people to get their shit together, but I guess that doesn't happen now. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Now, what we're doing today is we are going to, uh, whoosie, what's it? We're going to play um, all former halftime shows, or, or a bunch of that, that We're not playing them all. That would be that would take way too long. Where's where Carlos's damn thing? Okay, let's see. Let's see, Carlos. Call in... About 10 minutes. All right, here you go. All right, so I sent him the text, so it's got to be about 10 minutes. Yeah, it's going to be a little longer than that, but that's okay. It is the Arnie State Show. Happy Friday, everybody. 
set. Go! The Artie State Show. Right now. Now. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, here we go. I'm calling Carlos right now. How do you like his phone better than Joe's anyway? Hey. Carlos, what's up, my man? <laughs> what's happening, everyone? How are you, my friend? Chilling, man. I'm over here. Just, I'm over here reviewing and looking at more pets. <laughs> more what? Oh, more pets. So oh, fantastic. So, are you in Vegas right now? Yeah, I'm in Vegas right now. Yeah, uh, proper. Y- yeah, you've been you've been in Vegas now for a while, right? Yeah, I've been living here now almost about a year and a half now. So, okay, so let's say somebody from Sacramento wants to come and see you perform. Where are they going to go? Most of the time, I'm at the uh, uh, the Stratosphere. They have a comedy club in there. They just uh, opened a new one downstairs, and it's called the. Uh, it's weird because it's called the L.A. Comedy Club, and it's okay. in Las Vegas in the Stratosphere. That's awesome, and you're killing it there. Yeah, that's my. That's kind of like my home club, my home base here. And then, uh, but sometimes I'm at the. They got the Laugh Factory here that I'm usually at, and then uh, Brad Garrett's I'm in over at. Uh, only one I'm not in at yet is the uh, the Cellar. They have so many comedy clubs there. There's like six or seven. Wow. And it's it's great. It's the best. Now, do do I I was asked to ask you this question from Braddy Kid. Do you know Carrot Top? No, I don't know Carrot Top. Good, but good, good, good. I, I went to go see Carrot Top. Uh, Why? We were like. Why? I we figured that it was gonna be like. It might be good, and we're. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's oh, not. Oh no, um... no! Don't say that. Oh, it can't uh, be. <laughs> I was like, it, it was so funny. Oh, and then we, as me and because uh, it was, it was like five of us comics that are you know uh, new here in, in Vegas, and we're like, well, I mean, this guy's getting paid, you know, pretty well. I wonder, you know, let's go check it out. Let's go see. You know, and it was like, oh, shit, like, this is great. And during the show, we started asking, we started doing the math to see how much money he made per show. Mm-hmm. And like, because and oh, we didn't know that. Bad. It, that's bad when you do that at a show. Dude, and it's it's ridiculous how much he's getting paid for, though, because he made like 17 million dollars this year. Jesus doing that Christ. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, uh, Triple T wants to know if you're going to be uh, performing on the uh, February 19th. Or March twenty fifth through twenty sixth. Um, in Sacramento or here uh, in Vegas? Probably Vegas. Uh, no, no, actually, I'm gonna be back in Sacramento both those dates. Okay, all right. So yeah, you're in Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, so what else is happening in Vegas? Have you gained a lot of weight from all the buffets? Oh no, they just they recently opened the buffets like one or two, about two three weeks ago. So oh, it's like right. I'm glad, but that's right. You have a Nazi governor there. I forgot about that. Yeah. So they're, they're good old Sackadix. Go ahead. Uh, get good old Steve Sackadix. <laughs> or however you it, pronounce his last name. It's uh it's it's it they just did release a man uh, the mask mandate and shit like that. But yeah, for a minute there it was like it was weird because they were having us wear masks and this old six foot. And I was like, dude, this is Vegas. This is Nevada. Why, what, wait, I thought the reason why I moved out here was because of the, it was it was it was not like that. Right. I mean, but, how how weird was that on stage, like performing to a, a crowd full of masks? Dude, it's weird because you uh, so it, in, uh, you can't really uh, gauge anyone's really you know reactions. All you do is he, like audibly hear people laugh, but then there's behind their masks, and you don't know who you're. You don't know who you're reaching. It's mm-hmm. it's it, it's not it's not it, it wasn't the best conditions. And then on top of that, they had like you 
you had to be 50 feet away from the stage and oh, you couldn't God. have one comic on stage at a time. Uh, it was uh, terrible. Wow. All right. Well, now, uh, your other passion, I know, is gambling. Comedy <laughs> and gambling. It, it, and how are we doing on the gambling front while living in Las Vegas? Uh, no, it's so funny because it's like, um, I don't really gamble too much. I play a little pie gal here and there. I learned how to play that. So that's, mm-hmm. I, li- I like it because it's slow paced. So your money lasts. Um, but uh, other than that, like my mind isn't in um, uh, uh, vacation mode, you know, or part of more like I can only do it here right now. So I got to hurry up and get it in before, you know, I go back home. Right. But now since I'm here, it's not a big, yeah, I don't really, not too much. Not unless I know something for sure that I want, that I want to get to a window for. I got um, you. Like the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I mean, you're 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 probably gonna bet the Super Bowl, right? And and I mean, hey, your Raiders. I I know you're a huge Raiders fan. Let Let me ask you this: How crazy is Las Vegas going to be in two years when the Super Bowl's there? Oh, it's gonna be. It's in two years. Oh, I thought it was. Uh, I think it's two years. Something like that. It's like two Super Bowls from now. Yeah, t- uh, it was crazy because uh, the Pro Bowl was here last week. And, yeah, and, uh, and almost ten people went. <laughs> no, it was. I was gonna go. I was. I was gonna buy a ticket, and then I seen um, like how many people were. I was like, I don't need to be around fucking that many people right now. I'm good. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get. You get. You get older. You're like, you know what? I don't want to be in a crowd. Uh, so I went. I didn't go. And um, but this is gonna be wild, man. And. I'm just wondering how many more players are going to get arrested, you know, on our team or, you know, uh, and it's crazy. I I mean, I mean, you're bringing back the mystique of the old Raiders of getting arrested (laughs) now. Fantastic. Way to go, Vegas. I'm telling you. Uh, All right. So uh, my regular guy I usually have on, we had him on yesterday and he was talking about some prop bets. What have been some of the good prop bets you've seen so far? Uh, a good prop bet that I've seen. Um, I like uh, I like the Odell Beckham get, uh, uh, receptions five five and a half. You know, I think he's gonna. I think he'll get at least. I think he'll get six uh, or more uh, t- uh, receptions because they're gonna double team Cooper Cup. So I'm oh, going. Yeah. I'm going with that nice little prop bet. Yeah, Cooper Cup's kind of stud. Offensive Player of the Year. They named him last night, and uh, good old uh, good Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, it was, I was I, I last night I was uh, I, I I nothing's better than randomly putting on Sports Center uh, and you catching the top ten like. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because that that wraps it up. But see, here's the thing though, Sports Center has gone too mainstream. That well, I think they've gone too. They've jumped the shark because they put too many soccer highlights in the show. Soccer highlights and women's sports. Women's sports in general do not need to have highlights. I'm sorry. Call me a misogynist. Call me a jerk. I don't give a fuck. Nobody cares about women's sports. Just move on. Unless it's women fighting. People care about women fighting because that's hot. Yeah. That, well, I, I agree, man, because sometimes they put, like, uh, a woman's, like, high school basketball game in, in the top five of them. I'm like, wait, we had a full slate of NBA games. You're telling me that, you know – there's no one that, that just fucking slams it in someone's face, really. Uh, you know, like there's not seven of those people, those those plays, uh, along with uh, fuck, I don't know. I I'd even I'd even take NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. Give me a good wreck. Give me a fucking NASCAR wreck. Give me a rodeo bailout. Give me something. Just don't give me <laughs> girls' high school volleyball. 
Right? I mean, shit, dude. Nobody cares about that on Sports Center. Watch That's your local so news for that. That's not Sports Center esque. No, yeah, uh, it's like yeah, they, they are jumping a little short. You could tell that they're. Um, and one day I was telling somebody we were watching it, and they had a lacrosse. Uh, hot, oh, uh, for top fuck's 10. sake! Yeah, <laughs> I go. I told my buddy, I was like, dude, Disney owns ESPN. I'm pretty sure they're probably going to be a lacrosse movie coming out or something. And sure enough, the next commercial was was a, a lacrosse, you know, dream, Field of Dreams movie produced by fucking Disney. Why gross. do we need a lacrosse movie? Half the country doesn't even know what that fucking is. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was a French word. I mean, gee, I thought it was a fucking shirt that had an alligator on it, for God's sakes. <laughs> right? I mean, fuck. Yeah, oh, ESPN is completely, like, I can't, I used to love, like, you remember growing up in the day, you had the Sunday night show with Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann? That yeah. show was must-see TV because they showed you the best highlights. And now we get, we, we get shit from Czechistan and their fucking Olympic team. I don't care. <laughs> You're not lying. I do not care. In the Olympics, I do not care. Are they, can you bet on the Olympics in Vegas? Um, I think I'm. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure you can bet on anything. For the here. love I've, of I'm God, checking, but I, I haven't even paid attention to the Olympics at all. I just recently found out that there was it was going on when someone told me about Sean White retiring. Yeah, I, I guess he retired last night after he failed, finished fourth. Oh. Way to go, jackass! <laughs> <laughs> way to go at that! Way to give it your almost at your last games there. Oh, that's horrible. He walked. He, he went out with a uh, with a not with a bang, with just like lip yeah, dick. Little little thud, little thud. Like the the, the <laughs> oh, kid man. who won the gold medal. He's from Japan, and I think he's like eight. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, he's like Perfect. tiny. Like they 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 did the medal picture, the the gold, and he's in the middle. He's like with his babysitters. Jesus, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't even get to see anything yet. I, I, like I said, I didn't even know until I was scrolling on TikTok and I was like, "What's this?" And he's crying, and I was like, "Oh, he retired." Yeah, and I was like, yeah. "Oh well, shit, you retired from what does that mean, I mean, Carlos? What does that mean? Does that mean is that like when a golfer takes the season off, they go and they get a regular job? That's like their vacation." <laughs> right, to, to still feel useful. So yeah, I mean, they, they walk into the office. They're off the tour for a week. They walk in, shirt and tie. No, I'm here just relaxing. Got to get them, <laughs> them TP sheets done. Fucking A. Uh, so what are some of the other bets for the Super Bowl that you've seen? So the ones, ones that I put in, these are the bit, the bets that I, that, I, that I put money in so okay. far. All uh, right. I got Rams and uh, this is the decision of the coin toss winner will receive the opening kickoff. And I put thirty dollars to win one hundred and forty. Okay, all right. So pretty so, much, yeah. If whoever wins the coin flip, they have to say they receive. They're going to receive the ball and not defer it. And I, I feel like that's if they win the coin flip, I'm, I'm pretty sure some. I'm, I'm thinking about putting more on that one actually. That one's yeah, not, that bad. not not a lot of deferring going on in the Super Bowl. I don't think. No, and then um, I have uh, 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 the outcome of the first drive. Um, you know how it could be either fumble or a punt i don't know a punt a field goal or a touchdown mm -hmm. um i took the uh any other outcome for a plus 700 so i put 100 dollars down i'm hoping for uh an interception or a fumble or a safety or what anything else 
So I was like, why not? Why not just take that wow. long shot? That's that, that's not a bad one. I like that one. That one's kind of cool. Yeah, and plus, because I mean, these guys are really good defensively. Both of them, defensively. I don't. I'm it being a, a really big overpowering offensive game. Um, even though they're like, oh, Joe Burrow, and you got Matt Stafford. And it's like, but you know, you watch these other games. If you if you follow it along, like, I give the game away every time they played in the playoffs so far. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. I mean, Look, I think it's going to be a good game. I, I'm rooting for Joe Burrow. I, I, I like the Joe Burrow story. I just, I'm, I'm guilty. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm down with it too. And plus, they beat the Raiders, so it's like, you, I, I don't get people to understand football logic. Sometimes, uh, I had my cousin was all pissed off because I was going against the Niners, you know, in right. the last well, well, the Kansas City and Niners went went head to head. They're like, you know, the Kansas City in your division. Why would you root for them? And I was like, because they're in my division. Yeah, like that, like, you, like you can't root for a team in your division. Yeah, uh, no, I, I was rooting for him so because that means that means my division will be the toughest and the hardest. Oh, like, okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? So it's like lose to the best. You know, same thing with the with with the Bengals right there. Like, I'm not gonna go against them because they beat us. I'm not gonna say we got beat by the second best or even the third best. You know, I'd be yeah, we got beat by the Super Bowl champs. So there's enough. You know. Uh, we Hey, we have an inside tip for you here, Carlos. What's that? Uh, Sean McVay is the coach, has always deferred when the Rams win the coin toss something like 47 times. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And that's why and that's why I think the Rams are going to lose. I think the Rams, I think they're, uh, <clears throat> I don't think his coaching is the greatest. I think that they've, they try to give the game, they're, they pretty much gave the games away almost to Tom Brady, almost came back and took it from him. And then the Niners almost beat him too. If they, yep. you know, they wouldn't have imploded on themselves. But they they they're not. I I think the Bengals are, are pretty stout, and um, so I took I took that, and then I took the um, the Bengals first drive. I think it'll be a field goal. I think uh, okay. I think their first drive will be a field goal, and that's fifty bucks I put to win uh, two twenty five. Did you but hear I about also... the Cowboys? They signed a new kicker. Who? They signed the kicker. It, it, they signed him to a futures contract, and I want to get this jersey, and I want to get your comic reaction to this jersey. <laughs> he kicked for Cleveland last year. His last name is spelled N A G G A R. Oh, I know you're talking about. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's in the, the the you said the um the uh the Cowboys picked him up. Yeah, Cowboys signed him. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> no, fuck! He he kicked at the University of Texas, then went to SMU. I didn't know that before, but now this guy is my guy. He's my right, he's my ride or die in the NFL. I'm telling you that right now. And then, uh, oh, are you are you gonna do the coin flip? Are you gonna are you gonna put any bets? No, I I never I, I I look. I lived in Nevada. I just hate betting because I never win and I suck mm-hmm. at it. So you you know I, I like to pick straight up shit. I, I like hearing about all these. These are all yeah. cool to hear about. You know who will lead more laps at Daytona or this or that. You know you get you get millions of prop bets. You get how long will the national anthem take? Will it be over yeah. two and a half minutes? All that kind of stuff. So I enjoy all that because it does make the game slightly more enjoyable to watch because you're kind of t- timing out the national anthem. Mm-hmm. You see that one year? Uh, I think it was last year, maybe that the that someone was rehearsing uh, the the national anthem and they you could hear it outside and someone timed it. 
uh, and they put it on <laughs> online, and then they had a, they, they killed that bet off. It was hilarious. That is funny. That is funny. Uh, anything else? Any, anything else from the the wonderful city of Las Vegas that we need to know about? Uh, no, not really. I, I, I just I know the, the other bet I took was um, I, I'm taking a bangle straight up. I put a hundred dollars to win one seventy. Okay. So I took that, and I'm thinking about taking the under. But other than that, man, it's just uh, there's there's not any other. Um, I, I right now on all the sites, I don't. There's not very many um, pregame props right now to bet on. I was looking, like you said, like the. I just only one I see is a coin flip. Like, um, I don't see. You know, it, it, what do you think, Dr. Dre is going to be his first song, or right, what do you think? Yeah. You know, is for halftime. I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen any of that. But that'd be a good one. That'd be a great. Yeah, bet. shit like that, or what colors the what colors the Gatorade that they're going to dump on their coach? You know, mm-hmm. I don't see. I don't see that bet right now. So there's yeah, still will, still will more some, to come, I guess. Will some moron run on the field? Yeah, well, moron run on the field and try, and try to get his own cash in his own bet. Idiots. I swear to God. Uh, All right. Well, hey, man, I don't want to keep you too long. How can people uh, know where you're going to be? CarlosComedy.net and then uh, or or on on, uh, Instagram at Carlos Comedy as well. Hey, one thing we haven't talked about movies. Has there been any movies that you've seen that you've like been like, wow, this has been awesome? Uh, No, everything's been shit. I went and seen (laughs) Moonfall. Oh, it's so bad. I, I I I didn't see it. I, I Christopher now part of the Ass family. He reviews a lot of the movies. I saw Jackass. Jackass was fantastic. Oh yeah, Jackass wasn't wasn't that bad. I didn't like the new cast. I didn't like it. Like any of the new cast was kind of like meh. They were they look very uh, um, fanboyish. Yeah, uh, during, yeah. During it, the the fat the the fat guy especially. <laughs> yeah, it was I, very like yeah. Yeah, he he just wasn't like he wasn't my cup of tea. But hey, I love the movie. But. I mean, fuck, I don't even know what's coming. Did you see the, how was the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, uh, uh, the, oh no, shit, the, 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 it's the third in the trilogy, but it's a prequel. The, the Kingsman. Oh, the Kingsman. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't a big, I, was, I went and seen it, and I was like, it just, it just didn't, I, the first Kingsman's the best, man. The second one was like, eh. And yeah, then, uh, I agree. And then the third one, yeah, the third one kind of like took a shit on me. Yeah, and then um, you, you can't get better six, than six, Sam six. Jackson. No, yeah, right. You yeah. can't. And then the movie was such a surprise, and um, it was fun. This one was trying to be fun, and it wasn't. It was fucking. I felt like I was at a history lesson that wasn't even correct. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Anything and then you... I got I bought tickets to um, Batman. Um, so I'm 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 hoping it's gonna be good. I'm not the biggest Robert Pattinson fan or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, I, um, I'm having a hard time buying it. I mean, I'm gonna go see it, but I, yeah. I don't know, man. It's a tough sell. Yeah, there's a there's a special screening. I guess IMAX did that. Uh, they're doing it. Uh, it might be sold out. It might not be. But I, uh, March first, all nationwide, they're gonna three days before the movie's supposed to release. They got an IMAX showing. Uh, so I went. And I bought tickets early. And um, I don't know, but I'm like I like you said too. I'm not bought on it, but I I will I will I will watch it to see what's up. The three hours of Batman is pretty cool though to me still, but yeah. shit, I don't know. I, I I mean, I don't know about you. I, I I'm gonna say it. Are you starting to get tired of the superhero movies? Um, a little bit, a little bit of uh not being able to keep track of everything now anymore, yeah. where it's getting too oversaturated. Mm-hmm. Like like I it's it's getting to that point where it's like okay. Enough. You, Eternals was shit. Did you watch that? No, I did not see that. I did. I I knew that was going to be bad. Angelina Jolie was in it. 
Oh, dude, it was shit. It was like, I was watching, I was like, this is like, a, it looks like they're making fun of uh, the comic book movies in a comic book movie. Like, it it looked like that. It was, that and it was, it was my cup of tea, and that movie sucked, and then, um, but you know, did you see Spider-Man? That shit, that yeah. shit, that shit was dope. Spider-Man yeah. was awesome. Spider-Man was fantastic. I, I have to give it up. Spider-Man was fantastic. I was happy about that. I'm pissed that Hollywood is not releasing stuff still because they're worried about the whole fucking pandemic. Like, Top Gun's been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. John Wick 4 pushed back. They have to yeah. reopen. I, I mean, Hollywood has to reopen because they're missing the boat. Yeah, and, and that Top Gun movie was made, like, almost four years ago. Yeah. Now. Oh, yeah, it, it, it's in the can. It's done. I think my surprise sleeper last year, I mean, it's Academy Award time, and I really haven't seen any of the movies. Was the uh, Bob Odenkirk movie? Which one's that? Oh, you know. The oh, guy... the Mr. Nobody. Yeah, Mr. Nobody. To me, that was the best movie of the year last year. That movie was awesome. Yeah, that was. I wouldn't seen that. I wouldn't. I got that. Uh, uh, got a theater and watched it because even they're giving you, you know, you'd rent out a theater for like a hundred bucks, right? And, you know, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, we'll we'll do that. You know, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I want to because I love seeing movie theater, movies in the theater. Uh, yeah, that's so one do I. Of the, like things I'm not going to get over. Or not that's not going to. I feel like that's not going to go away. Um, hopefully it's not. Because when I went and seen Spider Man, that was full, it was packed, it was great. Yeah. Oh, so you know what I didn't mind too was the new Ghostbusters. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see that. It's not that bad, actually. It's it's actually pretty good. And I was I was uh, well, maybe I'm I'm thinking it's pretty good because it's not the 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 Kristen Wiig one where yeah. it was, it was... <laughs> where, where it was woman empowerment. Yeah, and it, it was, was it, it was just terrible too. because the sto- the the movie wasn't good. People were all like, "Oh, you guys don't like it because the it's a chicks." And I was like, "No, it's it's just not a good movie. Like if you rewatch it or if it doesn't hold the test of time and it's not funny and it's very, you know, it's wacky and that's not what Ghostbusters was. That's not why you liked it when it was when you were a kid. You liked it cuz it was kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you you know, you had Je- Bill Murray was the was the comical part of it. So, and he was just as comic comedic timing is great even when he's deadpan. So, it's it's not too sticky, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it was just, but was, this new one is, is actually has a story and it goes, it goes pretty, it, it's pretty cool. It's, it's decent. It's actually kind of fun. Now, now like, like, see, I, I'm with you when it comes to like going back and renewing movies like that, that abortion, that was the redo of point break. Oh, you know, it was terrible. Awful. Awful. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have Gary Busey ordering a, a meatball sandwich, <laughs> you do not have Point Break. It's like Utah, Utah, give it to. You. <laughs> so perfect, so dead on. Every time I watch that movie, I think of you in that part. Uh, well, hey, I'm gonna let you go, but thank you so much for being on the show, and you know you're welcome anytime, my friend. Most definitely, all, all day. All right, pal. Take care. All right. Carlos Rodriguez, everybody. Man, oh, man. That was funny. That was funny. Uh, Last night, the NFL handed out their awards. We'll stay on the football here for a second, and then we will get into the national anthems, people. I'm fired up about this. Um, Last night, uh, Green Bay Packer quarterback Aaron Rodgers won his second MVP. This one was back-to-back. First player to do that since, I believe... Was it was it Peyton or was it Tom? 
Only Peyton Manning has won five MVPs. This was his third, fifth overall with the Green Bay Packers or team. So there you go. Aaron Rodgers MVP, no shocker there. Offensive player of the year, Cooper Cup, wide receiver from the Rams. Don't have a problem with that. Defensive player of the year, T.J. Watt. Yeah, I have a huge problem. Huge, huge. We'll get to why I have a problem with it. Offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase, Bengals. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Defensive rookie of the year, hell yeah, baby, Micah Parsons. Linebacker, Dallas Cowboys. That should be your defensive player of the year because he was badass. Coach of the year, Mike Vrabel. Comeback player of the year who edged out Dak Prescott who had a bone popping out of his leg. Joe Burrow edges him out just like in the regular season. Way to go, Dak. Uh, why is Mike Vrabel the coach of the year? Why is the guy who's coaching the Bengals not coach of the year? How does he not win it? How does the coach from the, I don't even know the coach from the Bengals. I don't even know who's coaching the goddamn Bengals. He should be coach of the year. He had a quarterback in his second year that he took to the Super Bowl. So good to hear from Carlos. He sounds content. Amen to that, Jen. Good to know COVID didn't destroy his career. Amen. Coach of the year was Urban Meyer. Zach Taylor, that's the coach of the year. Zach Taylor should be the coach of the year. I'll say it. That's bullshit. Rabel did a shit job. You want to know why he lost his superstar, and that's why he's not in the Super Bowl. That's not that good of coaching. If that's last year, I'll give it to you from Mike Brable. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. I guess they had some big award ceremony and all kinds of shit. All right. So I promised you guys this last week, and I'm going to live, or this week. We were talking about it. Uh, hold on. Let me Let me... Do one thing here. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. When we found out Mickey Guyton, country music newbie, is singing the national anthem of the Super Bowl this year, uh, my head started spinning because this is this is something that you give to to people that are dignitaries to our to our people that are established artists. This is our national anthem. So it made me think about the worst national anthems from established people because I have no faith in this girl, none at all. Mickey Guyton, yeah, I don't fuck it up, honey, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid it's not going to be that good. Now, somebody who did not fuck up the national anthem. This is actually how they got their start. So this is actually one of the best. Are you ready? From the national finals rodeo in 1980-something, a young girl from Chalky, Oklahoma sang, 
This next version isn't. I don't know why he's doing this. This is all part of it. Daytona 500. Steven Tyler, by the way. I'll make it stop here in a second. Stephen, Stephen, that 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 that's awful. That 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 no, we 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 don't want any of that. How about less of that? Okay, all right. So we 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 have that. Now we have this guy. Uh, let's see. Uh, now I played a little bit of this guy the other day, and it was from uh, a Chicago Blackhawks hockey game. I remember seeing him sing this on 9-11 10 years after at Soldier Field in Chicago. This guy's name is Jim Cornelius. They're bringing the big flag out and this is 10 year anniversary of 9-11. Okay, here we go. This guy is so fucking awesome. Players are out there holding the flag. Wait till you hear this guy belt this shit out. This is a great version of the national anthem. If he ever sings. I mean, I'm, I'm killing a lot of time here. Let's go, okay. Here we go. Oh, say can you see? 
has the start. I want to go commit a hate crime right now. This guy has just fucking won me over. I love this guy. Holy shit. But not to worry. Don't you worry. Because I will be taking down a notch right here and right now at the Super Bowl. At the Super that happened in Dallas. The only Super Bowl they've ever played in Dallas, they decided, hey, let's fuck the bed here. Let, let's do something right now that really, really fucks with people. And now, to honor America, five-time Grammy Award winner, Christina Aguilera. Not from Texas, by the way. Oh, say can you see the Hold on, I have to answer a question about In Chicago, it's a tradition that they applaud the singing of the national anthem. That's why it's so loud there. It's a tradition they've been doing forever. I think it's awesome. But if you don't, okay. Here you go. What's so proudly we had the twilight Less living whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. What's oh. so oh, oh, oh. oh, no. Oh, I have to stop you right there. Oh, when you mess up the words to the national anthem, that's a big no-no in my world. And and by the way, bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, that one happened. Gong. Yeah, oh. All right. I got, I, I'm going to have to give you two bads in a row, and I'm sorry. I, I got to give you two bads in a row. This one, to me, is just so bad. I'm not sure, but funny thing is, that dude probably isn't even an American. I'm not sure if he is. Now, now this happened at a pay-per-view boxing event. And it's really weird. When you watch boxing, you see the undercard happen. And then they sing the national anthem before the main event. That would be like singing the national anthem before the fourth quarter. Please clean this up and give us Whitney and make me love the anthem. In due time, Alicia. In due time. 
Here you go. Here is the one and only, the man who likes to urinate on young girls, R. Kelly. Before a fight from Bernard Hopkins on HBO Pay-Per-View. Oh, this is bad. Get ready, people. Oh, sleep. Can you see? Uh. By the dawn's uh. early light. Yeah. What's so proudly we had? Oh, yes. By the twilight's last name. Who's called Stripes and Bright Star? Yeah, no, 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 no. Wow. That's awful. That is truly, truly awful. Now, I'm going to foreshadow a bit here. The Roseanne one is never on my list of worst because to me that was just such a joke and such shit. She knew what she was doing. She wasn't. These people are actually trying. See, that's the thing is that Roseanne wasn't trying to sing. These people are trying to sing. Like like the, this next group. Now, I, I think this next group, they're, they're pretty damn good. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm not even going to tell you who it is because it'll give it away. Okay, there we go. Da, da, da. Here you go. cheese and bacon to a burger. I mean, that shit was good. Alicia <laughs> says, my nipples are hard. Kale says, Alicia, we need to see proof. Oh, that's funny. 
Uh, okay, so great rendition there, right? Quite, it, that happened, by the way, uh, at the Super Bowl between the Eagles and the Patriots when the Eagles won, and that was just the worst Super Bowl of all time. But they had a great, great national anthem. Now, this is one of the worst national anthems in the history of time. And it's because he believed that he could sing. And this happened before a New York Knicks Chicago Bulls game. And it is painful. It is so painful. Now, the main reason why this got played so much is because the guys at Sports Center made so much. Charlie Steiner couldn't talk. He was laughing so hard. And maybe we'll get to see some of that here as former track and field star Carl Lewis sings the national anthem. All right, are we all ready? Here we go. Oh, 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 say can you see and the rockets red uh-oh. I'll make up for it now. For oh, the land of the free. That was so much national Charlie Shiner, Jack Edwards. Written by Francis Scott off-key. Those were last night's highlights. They were last night's highlights. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, Charlie Steiner was, Charlie Steiner was the man. Ah, uh, now this is a version that you want to keep. This is a version that you're gonna want to know about. The man recently passed. He sang this at the 1994 All Star Game. I believe it was in Pittsburgh. It's me, Oh, see, can you see my light? What's so proudly we hate at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and
It was such a a mellow version. It was really good. Not trying to disparage the dead, but it's not doing anything for me. You know what? He was good. He did it meatloaf style. Not bad. Not bad. And I, and I don't let people do it their style because, man, they could really fuck it up. And I always, I always say that this is by far the worst rendition of the national anthem of all time. And I always say it's Mumford and Sons, but I stand corrected. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the fray from the, the NCAA World Championships the in New Orleans. In the performance of our national anthem. I was watching this live. Just a clusterfuck. What's up with the guitars? They sound off key. My ears hurt. Fuck the fray. You don't need to change the music. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. I never wanted Jeff Jarrett to run in so bad and beat someone with a guitar. The version is like watching a limp dick getting punched and trying to be inserted into a man's ass. The instruments sound like they're fighting each other. Didn't these guys complain that the song was so bad because their instruments were out of tune? Oh. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if we're going to make you sit through all those, we might as well. I did not play Enrico Palazzo's version from Naked Gun. Well, let's see. (laughs) Hold on. Let's see. Uh, search engine here, Enrico Palazzo, National Anthem. This version is still better than the phrase. I gotta wait till the ad plays. Here you go, Lieutenant Frank Grevin. Shut up, Randy. Star Enrico Palazzo. 
This version, still better than the fray. Let us honor America as Mr. Palazzo will now sing our national anthem. Ladies and gentlemen, Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> ah, okay, all right, fair enough. You've waited long enough. Including the national anthems, 
Brought to you by our friends at Patriot Diesel. Wow, what a perfect time after the national anthem to mention Patriot Diesel. Man, it's almost like I've done showbiz before, isn't it? I mean, seriously. They can take care of your diesel maintenance, repairs, diagnostics, AC service, power stroke, Duramax, common specialist. You name it, they got it. 916-792-6767. Drop by and see them at 800 Sweet D, Riverside Avenue. And the rumor is, from what I understand, almost true, that Sweet D is not just an address. By the way, back to the music of old halftime shows here at Arnie Radio.
Uh, Lady Gaga is not that good of an actress. Look, I, I, the Star is Born movie, it, like, she did a good job in it. The songs were good. That was from that one there. And Katy Perry, she played Super Bowl. And then Madonna. Gotta have Madonna in there. Uh, but, yeah, that was uh, from the uh, the movie she was in, Stars Born. She's not that good an actress. Let's see, great song. One of the only songs I like for her that was Katy Perry. The song helped me through a divorce. Okay, there you go. Uh, all right. And then Brady Kid, my theme song, Material Girl. Yes, we all know. We all know. Uh, it seems like J.K. Rowling has got some competition when it comes to the world of the trans people. In the immortal words of Scooby-Doo, rut row. Oh, I don't mind this one today at all because somebody I don't care for is in trouble. That person is Adele. Yes, I said it. I didn't even need you guys to lead me in. Hello. Yes, and goodbye. It's me. Oh, we know. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. I, I, I don't think you'd like that. After people are calling you out. Last year, the Brit Awards, I guess like their Grammys, have gotten rid of their, their categories separating by gender and merging them into a single gender-neutral award. So no, no more best male artist and best female artist. That's how the Brits are going to take care of it. She said, and I quote, I understand why the name of this award, blimey, has changed, but I really love being a woman and being a female artist. I do. I'm really proud of us. I really am. And the trans people said, oh, shots fired, Miss Adele. Hello. It's me. Yep. Oh, yeah. I was wondering yep. if after all these years you'd like to meet. Now, I, now, I don't know. Do you think maybe? Somebody actually wrote, please know Adele can't be a turf. What, 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 what the fuck? I, I ain't even asking what a damn turf is. T-E-R-F. Performer Jacob, whose bio includes the descriptor, Staunch feminist shared with his thousands of Twitter followers. Who'd have thought Adele was a transphobe and would use her platform to call for the destruction of the trans community, especially the confused teenagers? What? Wait a second. She said that that, that she was a proud female artist. She did not call for the destruction he actually wrote this. Call for the destruction of the trans community. She never said that. No, 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 no. She was. She's a proud woman. So that means you have to tear up the entire trans community. Wow, trans exclusionary radical feminist, a turf. Oh my God. 
Boy, people are not happy with Adele. She cancels a show, her, her thing in Vegas, and now we're calling her a, a, a turf. And by the way, thank you, Arise, for teaching me that. Now I know it, and it's going to be barbecued into my fucking brain because these people need so many goddamn terms. Accept us, but only accept us at our terms. Shut up. Just shut up. God damn. Look, look, look. I do not. I don't like Adele. Can we, can we, let's get back through this. Come on. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. I, I, I understand. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. Yeah, there you go. Okay, fantastic. So, by claiming, and this is exactly what J.K. Rowling went through, but by claiming, this is a hateful quote, people. Remember this. I really love being a woman and being a female artist. I do. I'm really proud of us. I really, really am. Shots fired against the trans community. I, 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 The story goes on to say the temptation to apologize for apparent wrong thinking may be huge, but her gender police critics are unlikely to be satisfied by apologies, so it's vital she stands firm. Adele's message to women and girls was inspirational. Here's is a woman who has sold tens of millions of value and tells the world she was proud to be a woman. That's something to celebrate, not condemn. Well, it used to be. A woman claiming they like being a woman is radical. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, look, like I said, I, I don't care for the singer. I don't care for the gal that much. But, hey, she won. She said what she was proud of. She was proud of being a female singer. She is a female singer. Why is it not okay to identify? Can you identify as a male singer, or do you just have to identify now as a singer? I'll tell you this right now, if they do the same thing to acting in the Academy Awards, Meryl Streep will never win a fucking another award as long as she lives. As long as Denzel Washington's around. They really had their imaginary tits in a ringer. I'm a proud male lesbian, Ogre, uh, Ogre says. Yeah, me too, buddy. See, every once in a while you feel bad for a star, and then all of a sudden the next story up, like it's clockwork, makes you go, God, I hate all celebrities. What a bunch of fucktards they are. (sighs) So she can't be proud to be a woman without offending others. It's like no matter what, if you are a cisgender person, you are wrong for being proud. I wonder if the Spice Girls like, what the fuck? I used to be all about girl power back in the 90s. I don't think they can say that anymore. No. Oh, God, no. They'll be canceled. They'll be canceled soon enough. Um, 
Kanye West. I, I don't know if there's a... Does he really have fans? Does, does, does Kanye really have fans? Uh, whole proud, The whole proud to be insert here thing is way overplayed. Who cares if you're a man, woman, black, white, blah, blah, blah. Label for everything. So done with it all. Uh, so uh, I, I don't look... I don't know a lot of people that like Kanye's music. I, I really don't. I, I, I've never liked him. I've, I've never gotten the hype. I really have. Honestly, I haven't. And I'm not trying to be just a hater to hate. I mean, I have plenty of reasons to hate Kanye West. Not just his terrible rapping. Kanye West thinks he's the most important man I think on the face of the earth. Remember, he wanted to have a sit-down meeting with Vladimir Putin. So he's come out now, and he's told Billy Eyelash, who, oh, by the way, for me to stand up now for Billy Eyelash, do you know how painful this is? Do you know how much I despise her? I despise Billy Eyelash. I can't stand her. They even have the line Yellow Man from Timbuktu in a song. I shit you not. That's fantastic. So he he's Kanye has has, has come out and, and said to Billy Eyelash, Come on, Billy, we love you. Please apologize to Trav and to the family of the people who lost their lives. No one intended this to happen. Trav didn't have any idea of what was happening when he was on stage, and he was very hurt by what happened. And, yes, Trav will be with me at Coachella, but now I need Billy to apologize before I perform. Now, I guess Billy Eyelash the other night at a, a show that she was putting on, I guess she noticed a fan had fallen down or gotten hurt in her crowd. And she stopped the show and made sure she got help for that person and said something to the effect of, oh, at my shows, I wait for people to be okay before I keep going. So Travis Scott doesn't like that. And now Kanye is saying, hey, I'm on Travis's side, yo. Billy Eyelash is this kind of tweenish singer. I don't know, she's probably in her 20s. And, and she's like really, really kind of just average. But everybody thinks she's really cool for being average. Fan couldn't breathe. She got her an inhaler. Okay. Uh, v Coop, she helped the person. Wow, what a bitch. I'm beginning to think Billy Eyelash was born with a stroke or something because her eyelids never move. It's almost painful for her smile. And she does whisper and mumble her lyrics and dress like a medieval peasant. Now, I have to stand up for Billie Eilish here. Billie Eilish did the right thing. She stopped her show so somebody could get some help. Now, if Travis Scott, look, I've seen the videos. It's it's sad to watch the, the, the Astro Fest or whatever the fuck. It was down in Houston where all them people were killed at his show while he was on stage. 
Now, this is a man who has told people in his crowd to beat people up in his crowd before. There's plenty of video of that going around. I, I, I truly don't think that he had any clue that it was happening at his show. I don't, I really don't. I, I, I honestly don't think that, that he, but he does bear responsibility because of the security and all that stuff there. And I watched it. It wasn't passive aggressive to Travis Schott. She said we should stop and help. Okay. People here, she was claim, calming everyone down. She handled it like an adult. What do you get when you go to a Travis Scott show? Trampled. <laughs> That's funny. So now Kanye's come out and saying, look, I'm not going to play Coachella unless you apologize. Billy has responded by saying, literally never said a thing about Travis, was just helping a fan. I thought it was the, it might be the AstraZeneca Fest. I think you're correct. The, the, the Astrovan Fest is, is next month. My bad. This was Astra. And by the way, why did I waste time on my show talking about this? I, I, I. I still don't know why this world still puts up with Kanye. Like, he's a terrible rapper. He, he He's an idiot. Just listen to him talk. She's already co-headlining Coachella. Yeah, I heard it was originally her, and then they added Kanye on to it. So she's going to be there no matter what. She ain't going anywhere. I don't know her music. I don't care to know her music. I just, God, she's such, oh, she she brings an angst out to me. Ugh, can't stand her. Now, this is sad to hear, okay? okay? This is lower than a snake's belly in the mud, okay? There's a news story that's out there right now that current and former Dr. Phil employees say the set is a toxic, terrible workplace. One former employee says the show destroyed me mentally, emotionally, and physically. Been here financially. Uh... Behind the scenes, dozens of current and former employees say they experience verbal abuse in the workplace that fosters fear, intimidation, and racism. Seven employees also say guests who are often brought onto the show when they are already in a vulnerable state are manipulated and treated unethically. Despite working on a TV show that purports to help improve people's lives, 11 of the employees, all of whom were asked to remain anonymous, Say their own mental health was damaged and disrupted at the expense of working for Dr. Phil McGraw. (laughs) This behavior is not okay. This is one of the best lines I've ever seen. Quote, 
everyone was just pretty miserable. You would walk into the building and there was just a palpable dread and anxiety. Boy, that sounds like a fun work experience. You just walk in. Oh, man. None of the people BuzzFeed spoke with witnessed Phil McGraw directly engaging in toxic and abusive behavior. They say they experienced it from others on the set. Well, then what's the point? You get, Dr. Phil's got a bunch of assholes working for him. I want to know if this is Dr. Phil. I want to see Dr. Phil berate somebody in his staff for fucking up. Like he berates the young alcoholic homeless kid that's spending his mother's money. They remain anonymous so their friends and family can't call bullshit. Let's put the blame where blame is due. Oprah. (laughs) And by the way, let's just get something out. Let's just. Once again, truth being told on the Arnie State Show. Once you make it there, see, this is the thing that people have to understand. As, as nice and as, as cause-driven as you may think Dr. Phil is, he's a TV star. He's there for one thing, and that's ratings. Why? Because ratings generate revenue. He doesn't. Re- I, maybe he has a, a, an iota of care if he helps a kid out of a troubling situation. Maybe he does. But I, I got to say, come on. You know, he has that one guy come on the show that used to be on Dr. Drew all the time, the Dr. No, no Socks. Remember Dr. No Socks on Celebrity Rehab? Well, that motherfucker's on Dr. Phil now, too. Oh, he did. He gave us bad baby. There's no doubt in that. There's no doubt in... Let's see, do I still have her? she ever put out any, like, naked, naked stuff on, on her OnlyFans page? I mean, come on now. Come on. This is Classic. Hit it, girl. I ain't nothing like these hoes. No, you're not. Don't compare me to no one. Nobody. Money green like a CeeLo. CeeLo green. Yeah, my pocket's so swollen. Swollen lots of money. I ain't nothing like these hoes. No, you're not. Don't compare me to no one. Uh-uh. Money green like a CeeLo. CeeLo green. Yeah, my pocket's so swollen. Look, these hoes be fake flossing. Fake ass jewelry got a neck rash. The gold commode, because they let you fuck. The gold commode, because they let you fuck. Dr. Phil gave us that. He doesn't care if he helps anybody. You know what he cares about? This is what he cares about. He cares about his ratings, and he cares about, you know, peddling more of that shit product that his wife puts out. Her anti-aging cream. Her anti-ashy arm cream. 
her, oh my God, you look like a fucking old lady cream. It's the only thing Dr. Phil cares about. He gets that shit made in some fucking factory in Houston for like a dollar and then peddles it off for like $30 a bottle. Got that Nick Rash. Yes, N-Y-E-C-K. Nick. Nick Rash. Dr. Phil doesn't care about those people. The network doesn't care about those people. They have time to fill. They have things to sell. That's how the entertainment world works. They don't offer a lifetime of counseling. The world, it's hurting. We need to bring global peace and love as a dream tour of Bad Baby and the Bouncing Banana Raptor. Oh, those two ever went on tour, we'd have to go. Have to. So, Dr. Phil, bad guy. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't see that one coming to me. Uh, I didn't see that one at all coming to me. See, like, like, like if, we, if we were to put, you know, these hoes together with this. Come on now. Keep the YouTube link for this song saved on my computer if I need a good laugh. 
Oh, man. God, that'd be such an awful show, those three. Miley Cyrus is going to have to be somewhere around there. That's a show where Pete Davidson has to pay for tickets. Good God. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Exposed after Masca's parent dragged from school board meeting. Parents actually dragged out by somebody who's got a mask on. Oh my God, that's funny. Well, Joe Rogan hits back at CNN for trying to silence him. What did Joe Rogan have to say? What did Rogan say? Yeah, let's see. Thought police attacking Rogan like they did the Soviets. Whether it's in your career, your relationships, or your community. I don't want to shop now. Joe Rogan experienced some turbulence over the weekend. His podcast has been under assault from Biden, CNN, the music All right, industry. enough from you. I don't really care you. Even to me. There's nothing I can okay. do to take that back. I wish I could. The real reason the media is trying to silence Rogan? He's curious. And curiosity threatens people in power. Rogan's curious about treatments besides big pharma vaccines. He's curious about lockdowns. All right, enough of that. I thought they're going to have Joe Rogan talk. Pitbull makes me want to eat some fried plantains and taro chips. Pitbull makes me want to stick my head in a blender. I can't stand him. That, That guy is so phony. He's so phony he could spell it with an F. That's how phony he is. Oh, God, I saw this story. This... It doesn't, oh my gosh, this this is so great. This is California in a nutshell. The mayor of Richmond, which is about 20 miles from downtown San Francisco, so that'd be like the, the mayor of Rockwall here where I live in Texas, recently started a program that would pay landlords through private funding to house homeless people. There are about 35,000 people experiencing homelessness in the Bay Area, up from 28,000. This mayor wants people to open their homes to the homeless. One Bay Area resident said, I don't know how they're going to fix the homeless problem, but I just think that asking the residents to step up is not a good idea. I have a family. I have girls. I just don't think it's that safe. Really? Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. Uh, if I had the credential and I had the credibility, yes, I'd take someone off the streets. Okay, good. And when they, when they're eating your, your, your sphincter right in front of you, you're going to have that same sentiment? We did that. How much do we get? Uh, probably nothing. How much do we get paid? That? How much are they paying them? Let's see. Are they saying? No, they're not saying how much they're going to pay them. I ain't taking in no homeless into my house. That, no. See, they already lost out once. 
That's why they're homeless. Now I have to open up my doors to them. Why don't you just afford? Uh, why don't you just change the law and force apartment complexes to rent to them? Because I'm not supposed to check their credit. Well, uh, to check their credit, I have to go find a guy named Coffee Carl to see if this guy's a stand-up fellow that I'm going to allow to live in my home and not to kill me. Oh, because Coffee Carl says he's okay. Yeah, I really want to be shanked in my sleep and smeared on my wall. What a great fucking idea. What happens when they trash the place? Not a fucking thing. They'll be able to move on. By the way, by the, and, and, and do you know what they're asking you to do, especially in California, is so dangerous on, uh, on levels that you're not even thinking of yet. If this homeless person is playing the system, and most likely some of them, most of them, all of them are at one point or another, they know that once you receive mail at that location, that is now your residence. And it takes a lot of work on the land, the homeowner to get you out because now you are a resident there. They will fuck your shit up. Why not? It's not theirs. They don't have to worry about it. They didn't pay for it. They don't have any honor. They're going to go in and sleep in your bed, probably piss in your bed, because why? It's yours. It's not theirs. They wouldn't piss on their shit. They'll piss on your shit. California has more rights for tenants than the owner of the house. It really does. It's scary. And now you have a mayor of a city outside the Bay Area asking you to take in bums. And, oh, I I already know that there's going to be an abundance of idiots there that do that. And we'll start reading about how it, it, mark my words, I'm not wrong about this, people. Mark my words, the crime rates... Let me get the city right again. Um, where is it? Let's see. Where did I say it was? God damn it. I, don't, I can't even find out what it was. But just watch. Just Richmond. It was Richmond. Watch the crime rate rise in Richmond. Just saying. We, we, we will be doing stories on this show in the next year about how Richmond could replace Chicago as the mur- most murderous part in America. I'm not kidding. I'm not making that up. Because, see, what happens is you move those homeless people in there, you give them a place to live, guess what? They're going to wreck it. They're going to turn to shit, meaning they're turning you to shit, meaning you're going to be homeless. So they're adding to their numbers.
They're homeless for a reason and would trash your home and force it to be demolished. Yes. I'm surprised the city of Richmond hasn't asked homeowners to use their house to distribute not crap pipes, care kits. Yes, safe smoking kits. I love it. I love it. The Bay Area is so fucking great. Hey, let it happen. I, I, I'm all for it. I'm all for it because everybody, want, we, we, we have to save the homeless. Man, oh, man, there's not a group of people that I, I, I truly, for the most part, and I'm sorry, I know that there are veterans in there, and, and, and that is horrible. For the people that really have issues that are homeless, I, I, I feel bad that they're lumped in. The same of these other bums that are just that bums. This idea that we have to do something. What what did they do that was so good that we owe them now? I'm not I already said it, I'm not talking about the veterans. I'm talking about the homeless people that never served a day. Why do they get to dictate Things that we do in, in downtown areas. Why why are we giving them that? Well, because they'll overcrowd the jails. Well, you know what? Let's build more. Either build more of those or build more, you know, housing that you can put in bad areas because that's what you're going to do. You're going to put it in bad areas and give it to them for free because they ain't going to go get a job. They ain't going to do anything like that. They probably won't even use that apartment because they, they enjoy being homeless. They be in, they're be they on the streets. I'd love to hear uh, home prices drop like a stone. They won't because it's still California. They'll, they'll drop. They'll, they'll drop to a low for them. It won't drop that much, though. Either that or they'll plateau. One of the two. Because California doesn't have that luster anymore, and people are picking up on it. People are not moving back to California. People are not moving to California. Like, last year was the first time it happened in, like, 40 years that more people left California than came to California, because that used to be everybody's dream was to come to California, make it there. Now, not so much. Uh, I have a very libertarian view of things. If people want to use drugs because that's part of their pursuit of happiness, by all means, go for it. But the problem with that is that it's also not a black and white issue. A lot of the problem to refuse to get help. I unfortunately a cousin that falls in this category, and he's had all the help given to him over and over again. But enabling the problem doesn't go far. If anything, it digs deeper. Uh, let's see, uh, I have at least one diagnosed mental health issue, so for me it's 100%. That, uh, that to me isn't pursuit of happiness, but they are free to do so. The government doesn't need to be subsidizing their choices. We used to have charities and churches for those things until the government made jobs out of it. Yes, absolutely. And that's who should be handling these things, are the churches and the communities. I don't know uh, about saving the homeless, what if we start a charity called Shave the Homeless? We clean them up, throw them in Old Spice, and send them on a job interview. 
Yeah, they won't go. They'll probably try to eat the Old Spice or drink it. Military-industrial complex is a small example of that. There's companies that don't make money unless we're involved in war in some capacity. Same thing happening with drug use and homelessness. Yep. Why can't we take them to a vet's office, get them a flea bath, spay or neuter them, and release them? If only. If only we could do that. All right, let's see. Uh, last few stories here. A New Jersey nurse, she did not have a good day. Oh, he didn't. I'm sorry. I apologize. I always, When I say nurse, I always think female because, well, yeah. Uh, Nicholas Pagano. has been accused of striking his colleague with a wrench in a hospital break room. And then lighting the colleague on fire. Mr. Pagano is wanted on charges of attempted murder, aggravated arson, aggravated assault, and unlawful weapon possession. He was accused of burning 54-year-old co-worker and hitting her with a wrench in the break room. He used a culinary torch to set the woman on fire. He fled then after that. Authorities have warned the public that they should consider him armed and dangerous. Dude, that's fucking harsh. Man. Oh, this guy was found dead. Oh, okay. Found in township with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, we we figure he's not on the run no more. He's had enough of all that bullshit. He wouldn't have done it if it was hypoxic. Take off the mask. Oh, man. That's yikes. That guy wasn't fucking, he wasn't playing around. Not at all. All right, last few here. What the fuck hospital uses a wrench as a medical device and lit him on fire? Is that the Marilyn Manson Memorial Hospital? Right? This happened in Oregon. An Oregon man trying to ward off a bear. All right, don't need to live there ever. If you have to ward off bears where you live, I don't want to go to your house. Well, as the guy was warding off the bear, he accidentally shot and killed his brother, and then he was so taken by killing his brother, he killed himself. Identified man called 911 before 7 a.m. Tuesday told dispatchers he had accidentally shot his brother while loading a gun because there was a bear on their property. Deputies showed up, found a man dead from a gunshot wound. While checking the rest of the home, they found a second man dead. That man had died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. 
Based on the investigation, believe the caller took his own life after calling this. Da da da. I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a murder suicide. Maybe he knew something. Detectives are looking into the story. There was no bear here. This guy went crazy. Uh, 486 Americans died from unintentional firearm injuries, about 1.2% of total gun deaths. Thank you. Thank you for putting, making sure you get that in the story. How many people die of accidental bear attacks? Let me give you the number. All of them. Just say you didn't pull the trigger. Work for Alec Baldwin. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. What an asshole. Oregon's home to at least 25,000 black bears. Well, let's remember, um, now it's it, it's home to 24,999. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no bear was hurt. That's right. Bears, two brothers, nothing. Whoops-a-daisy. That's no good. Now, we, we have this story, and it, look, this is a great weekend story. A lot of people are going to be going out this weekend. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. And clap all those greenbacks you got for our feature. Her name is Cassie. Cassie, who's 32 years old and who is in love with a man who's 13 years younger than her. having problems, whether it's the dramatic age difference, what she does for a living. Oh, did I mention she's two foot ten? That's right, a two foot ten stripper. I, I, I can't make that, let me say that again, let that rain in. A two foot tall Ten inch, two foot, ten inch tall stripper. She's thirty-two. Her boyfriend is nineteen. By the way, they're both from Minnesota. The exotic dancer connected with the teenager on Facebook dating last summer. And they moved in together after just a month of dating. Oh, 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 I'm doing such a disservice to this. I'm sorry. I apologize. Cassie, who claims to be the world's smallest stripper. Strange. 
said they got a lot of cruel responses because of their height difference because he's five foot seven. What were the chances we'd be sharing love before the night was through? She was born with cartilage hair hypalacia, a genetic bone growth disorder characterized by dwarfism and other skeletal abnormalities. Blake insists that he loves Cassie for who she is and is ready to settle down. Thanks, Frank. Do you think it would be rude? Like, if you knew this person's family, like, if you knew this girl Cassie's family and, and you knew Cassie, would it be rude? I'm, I'm just asking the question. Would it be rude if I, like, knew her and I'd seen her and I hadn't seen her in a while? If I went up to her and I said, Cassie, girl, I haven't seen you since you were this high. You think that's wrong? Can I say knee-high to a grasshopper? Because she is pretty much knee-high to a grasshopper. Two foot ten. Oh, those wacky kids, they are in love. She's like a super fidget toy. Oh, man. Oh, is there a show? Wait, Love Don't Judge? This is 5'7 Blake. He fell in love with 2'10 Cassie. Every day I say his eyes are beautiful. That voice alone would just drive me crazy. Has led to people judging their relationship. Right here. Somebody had screenshot it from my page and posted it all over. Like, haha, is this really, is Blake really dating a midget? But height isn't the only awesome. difference these two lovebirds face. A 13 year age gap has their closest family and friends worried. My main concern is him being able to take the relationship seriously. The age gap is a challenge, but so is your stature. You hungry? Yeah. No, <laughs> Here we go. Let's help her up. That should be good. Oh my God. She's just all that little people. This. Thank you. Oh okay. My God. Um. Boost her up so she can oil. start the fryer. Please. Oh my God. I can't watch that. I'll go to hell. I'll go to hell if I watch that. God Almighty. That's so fantastic. He found his soulmate all two foot ten of her. Man, you want to talk about spinner? God damn. I know. I'm going to hell. All right. Our final story of the week, of the day. Brother States, Brother States, are you available? Oh, Brother States is available. Are, are you warmed up at all, Brother States? Uh, let me, let, okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, just play that, that regular one. Yeah, there you go. Oh, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Church of Arnadad here at ArniRadio.com. 
But we don't care if you believe or you don't believe. You're here listening no matter what. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a charlatan amongst us all. Someone who is not living up to what they are saying to be true. Brothers and sisters, we need to focus all of our magic and all our power towards our friends in the world of Pakistan. No, brothers and sisters, I have not been there because I have never wanted to go there. But there is a charlatan amongst the people of Pakistan. I don't know the voodoo that he is trying to do, but he is saying that he is a healer, brothers and sisters. That he will lay hands upon thee and the ailments will run away like an Olympic jockey. Halloween. But it's untrue, brothers and sisters. This, this, quote, man of God is nothing more than a simple charlatan. Due to the fact that he told a pregnant woman who was having headaches, instead of putting his hand on her and saying, you, sister, are healed up! Demon be gone! No. No, he told her to hammer a nail in her head. Once again, he said, hammer a nail into the skull. And she did just that, brothers and sisters. She believed this charlatan so much that she took a hammer and nail and she pounded it into her forehead. She knows what crucifixion feels like, brothers and sisters. And she did this not because she wanted a healthy pregnancy, no. She did this because she wanted to birth a son. Because this man of God, which he is not, said what happened. If you want a baby boy, you stick that nail in your head, girl, and go to pound town. And I'm not talking about that one. Don't be nasty. Oh, brothers and sisters, people like Benny Hinn. are rolling in their proverbial graves over this charlotte. Can I get an amen and jalapeno, everybody? Thank you, Brother Stinks. Jalapeno. Who the fuck is going to nail a fucking nail in your head because you think somebody's going to say it's going to give you a son? Oh, Jesus, fella, never ceases to amaze me. Well, he is amazing, isn't he? Oh, as he walks with me and talks with me. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, put nail in forehead. Guys, watch, he's fixing to do it. I mean, that's what I would call my church. 
Watch, they're fixing to do it. But, uh, yeah, fucking A. Yeah, he, they're going to arrest him. They're going to arrest him even though he didn't do anything. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for the show today. Thank you, ass family. Thank you for a great week of shows. Great Super Bowl topics, all kinds of stuff. Super Bowl is Sunday. Starts at 3.30 my time, I believe. I think that's, what, one thirty your time? I'm, I'm not sure. I, check the internet. Fucking A. Why, why do you, why you don't rely on me? I know it's Sunday. I got that part right. Uh, Super Bowls this weekend. Look, 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 look. I say it each and every week this week, especially to a couple people out there who I know are going through some, some horrible situations. Um, this weekend especially is a big weekend for people to go out and party and do all kinds of stuff. Look, if you're going to drink, go right ahead. Have as many as you want. Throw up all over the place. I don't give a shit. But don't get in a car and drive. Whatever you do, don't get in the car and drive. Get yourself an Uber, a Lyft. Get a cab if you have to. Just don't drive. It's not worth it. It really isn't worth it. So be safe out there. And remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? That's right, goddammit, I said it, because you are in there. So until Monday, y'all have a fantastic weekend. And adios, everybody. I still can't believe she leaves so easily She just got all her things, threw them into a pile Then she loaded her car and said after a while She'd done this before But this time she didn't cry That's why I'm sitting on the front steps Staring down the road Wondering if she'll come back This time I don't know After she packed When she looked back There were no tears in her eyes And that's got me Times before she'd break down and cry She'd make her threats But her heart wasn't set on goodbye She just wanted me to hear What she had to say Now I'm lost for words since she Return for this time she didn't cry. That's why I'm sitting on the front steps, staring down the road, wondering if she'll come back. This time I don't know. After she packed, 
when she looked back There were no tears in her eyes And that's got me worried Thinking maybe my baby's gotten good at goodbye That's why I'm sitting on the front steps Staring down the road Wondering if she'll come back This time I don't know After she packed When she looked back There were no tears in her eyes And that's got me worried Thinking maybe my baby's Gotten good at goodbye At ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.